Welcome to The Real Deal with Jason Silverman, the podcast dedicated to helping you build the business of your dreams and live the life you always hoped for, with valuable and fun tips and info to make your life easier and more fun. And now, here's your host, a man who sprinkles metal shavings on his breakfast cereal just for fun, Jason Silverman. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Real Deal with Jason Silverman. I'm your host, Jason Silverman, and I'm thrilled to share some time with you today. As you know, I am always, always on the hunt for interesting as well as super smart Real Deal guests. And i got to tell you, today's show is a winner. I want to introduce my listeners to somebody who's truly been there and done that, and I'm quite excited to pick her brain for your benefit and for my benefit as well. Kind of one of the cool symptoms of running a cool podcast, right? Now, for the folks who I work with in any of my coaching programs, my mastermind group, or through Powerful Words Character Development or All-Star Cheer Sites, you know how much I focus on the importance of successfully building and leveraging your authority, right? Well, this show is going to help us to do just that. So today it's going to be my honor and privilege to share an amazing resource with you. You're going to love today's guest. She's got a ton of valuable information and a fabulous way to deliver it. So I want you to strap yourself in. Today's show is going to be a blast. As I'm sure you already know, I'm committed to helping business owners just like you to become more successful, enjoy your career more, and in general, make your life significantly more fun. As far as I'm concerned, we only get one trip around this merry-go-round, and I want to make sure it is one hell of a ride. Alrighty, boys and girls, it is now that time I want you to stop surfing Facebook, put away your phone, your tablet, your dog, your cat, your spouse, your significant other, your dog, whatever, anything. Anything that could possibly distract you from today's show. You're about to get some great and immediately implementable information, and I don't want you to miss even a second of it. <clears throat> so, before we officially get going, I want to give you a little bit of background about our guest today. Morgan Gist McDonald is a writing coach, editor, and founder of Paper Raven Books. Morgan and her team help authors to write, edit, and publish books that create impact. Her latest book, Start Writing Your Book Today, a step-by-step plan to write your nonfiction book from first draft to finished manuscript is available in the Amazon Kindle store. Morgan blogs about writing techniques and motivation over at paperravenbooks.com. Morgan, welcome to the thrilled, Morgan, welcome to the real deal. I'm thrilled to have you. Thank you, Jason. So glad to be here. Fabulous. Hey, before we get a chance, uh, before we get going, for those who haven't had the opportunity and pleasure of either meeting you or hearing you speak, do me a favor. Take a second. What are you passionate about? What makes you tick? Who is Morgan? (laughs) Well, um, this phase of my life has been a really interesting one. I, I started out in academia and sociology and writing and teaching and that sort of thing. But I decided to actually leave that world behind and and come come out into this entrepreneurial world, (laughs) this, this, you know, business building and marketing and just creating a new platform from the ground up. And um, books have been increment, like indispensable in that whole process for me. And I, I've written a book and I, for the most part, spend most of my day coaching writers through the process of writing their own book. And I have a team of the best, I mean, I'm biased, but I truly think that these are some of the best editors in the industry that help, um, that help me edit and copy edit and proofread manuscripts. So we take what is your first draft and we, 
completely overhaul it into a, not overhaul, but, you know, polish up, clean it up, you know, make it streamlined so that it is publishable quality to put out into the world. And the point of these books is to build your business, build your platform, and to help you step into, really, into your role as a leader in your industry. Love that. Absolutely love that. It's so, so important. What What would you say are some of the mistakes that, you know, new or budding authors make when they're writing their first book? Well, they usually wait too long to start. <laughs> we always um, like to spend a lot of time thinking about the book and should I do it, should I not, when's the perfect time, and a lot letting just the, the mountains of excuses kind of pile up. And really, we, we let the idea of the book become a big, scary idea, and it's not. I mean, especially these days when we're talking about books, we can we can easily write a 20 to 30,000 word book, that's about 100, 150 pages, in three months, and that book can bring in clients, it can get you speaking gigs, it can put you in touch with colleagues in your industry, and I mean, like I said earlier, it can really help you to step up into being that visible position as a leader, and um, there's no reason not to start, <laughs> you know, even if you don't feel like, we feel like you know what you're doing, you can begin making those first steps and writing those first words. Mm -mm. Tell me this, you know, how, how does working with an editor, um, change things as far as writing, you know, high quality professional book versus something you slap together over the course of a weekend? Holy smokes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So a lot of people are writing books for their business, and I love it, and I am glad to encourage it. But they're putting out onto Amazon sort of first drafts of, you know, like something that right, they, they put, together, put together over the weekend, and it's still a little bit choppy and rough. But what they, they're missing out on working with an editorial team, because we as editors, we can see your manuscript as a whole. We can see your book as a whole, and we can see the places where your stories are really powerful and we can see the places where your logic kind of jumps around and maybe the reader gets lost and we can help you tighten all that up so that the book becomes a true long-term asset. And that's our goal. If you snap something together over the weekend and ship it out there, it's probably going to like sink into the Amazon abyss <laughs> at the bottom of the rankings. But if you put a little bit of more time and effort and yeah, investment into the book, you can continue to proudly promote it and it can become a long-term asset and it will, it will help you build your business over years. I mean, decades. I mean, some people build businesses off of books that they wrote 20 years ago. Absolutely. See that every day, right? Yep. Um, how does writing a book, I mean, I, I have my own thoughts on this, so I'm, I'm dying <laughs> to, to hear yours. How do you feel that writing a book benefits a business, you know, or a platform? Oh gosh, so many ways. I would say that surprisingly, one of the one of the first things, one of the first benefits, is that happens when you're writing the book because you're a business owner, right? You have sort of a niche of some sort, like you have people who you serve. But when you're writing a book to the people that your business serves, you become really clear on her on who exactly your ideal target audience is. Suddenly you are writing almost a letter to them, a letter of encouragement, a letter of your stories, a letter of um, how you hope that they will be transformed through this book. And your, I mean, for me, gosh, when I wrote my own book, my entire perspective about my business shifted. And I see that all the time 
in, in other writers that as they're writing the book, they have a bird's eye view of their, of their business and then they can zoom in to who they're serving. And there's so much power in specifying who you're serving. Uh, so that, that would be my sort of like the primary or first benefit that you start to see is that clarity. That's enormous. I mean, so you're basically talking about the, really the, the, the crystal clear understanding of who your client avatar is. Exactly. Exactly. Because you can write a hundred blog posts and your blog posts might, you know, kind of be all over the place and addressing different issues. But when you're writing one book about your business to a particular audience, you start, you gain that clarity um, around who that audience is. That makes a ton of sense. Absolutely yeah. does. I want to shift gears here for a second because um, obviously the the world has changed where everything is electronic. So how do you feel like the ebook is changing writing um, and really changing the way people become authors? Oh gosh, yeah. So I love the ebook trend. Um, I I'm fully on board <laughs> because I see the power in it. So it used to be that in order to write a book, you had to be some sort of like, you had to have expertise that someone else had already given you. You had to have a PhD or an MD or a law degree or a public position or something. And then you had to approach a publisher and the publisher had to say, oh yes, you are worthy of being an author and we think that you can sell X number of copies so we will bring you on. That was the only way to get published. And publishers only cared about you if you could sell at least 2,500 copies of a book. Now we're small business owners and we get to, we get to step up ourselves. We get to say, you know what? I do have a story to share or I do have um, an audience that I want to speak to. You know, I have a unique perspective that other people haven't heard and I'm going to write a book and maybe it'll only be a hundred pages, but it's, it's the hundred pages that my audience needs to hear and you can put it together. You can write it. You can have it edited and get it onto Amazon fairly quickly. And let's say, let's say you only sell 500 to 1,000 copies. A publisher, a traditional publisher, wouldn't care about that. But now, think about having 500 to 1,000 new potential clients, customers, or contacts flooded into your business within a span of a month or two. I love that. That could be a pretty bit. That could be a game changer. And that's just beginning to build the momentum. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, the the fact that it's it's quick, it's easy, um, and you very. I mean, it's it's really just a big electronic business card, right? Yeah, yeah, and it's even better than a business card because a business card, what you get to put your name and like your title on there, but through a book, you can relay your entire philosophy. Okay, so let's say like we were talking before the call about um, martial arts academies. Um, which I love that you have one because I actually, I'm into martial arts too. <laughs> so I'm very familiar with, with the sort of, with the philosophy. So I spend a lot of time actually trying to convince my martial arts teacher to write a book. <laughs> I'm working yeah. on it slowly. I, I know how that goes. <laughs> but he has a particular perspective on Taekwondo that there's, you know, this new emerging philosophy that Taekwondo is not just about ancient tradition, but it's also about, um, fitness and teaching kids, you know, some discipline. And you know, he can, he can talk for an hour about how important Taekwondo is for children and for their parents and for relationships and for character development. 
he can talk about that for an hour. And, and I tell him, if you can talk about this for an hour, you can write a short book. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then people will know your philosophy and why your studio is different from someone else's, why your business is different from someone else's. And there's an, a magnetic attraction. When you understand a business owner's philosophy you and you resonate with it, it's like a magnetic attraction, and you just want more from them, and you want to tell everyone about them. So it's like a business card, but, like, so much better. <laughs> this is fabulous. Fabulous, fabulous. Um, tell me, uh, I feel like we, we learn from other people's mistakes um, really well. So what are some ways that you see authors sabotaging themselves as they write their book? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, every which way you can imagine. But um, <laughs> we, we, talked, we talked about not starting, so they um, will procrastinate, you know, not wanting to get going on the book. They will, um, they will think that they have to spend a lot of time planning the book or thinking about the book um, and sort of staring off into space, <laughs> wondering about the book. But really, clarity around what your book looks like will only come when you start writing. So um, Ian Forrester has a great quote that I love. He says, how, how do I know what I think until I see what I say? And that's kind of my philosophy is that when you put those words down on paper and you can see what you would say about, you know, your business, your audience, your philosophy, that is when the book will begin to take shape. So you can't sit around thinking and mind mapping and outlining all the time. Like eventually you got to say chapter one and just dive into the content. Mm. Mm. So get it done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just start writing. Give yourself the freedom to write a rough draft. I cannot tell you the difference between when an author sends our team a rough draft and what we publish. <laughs> Most people compare what they are writing to what is published. And you can't, you can't compare your rough draft to a published manuscript because most published books go through anywhere from three to six rounds of editing. So let yourself write a rough draft. It's not going to sound perfect, and that's totally okay. Writing does not have to be your gift, but you do have a story, and you do have an audience, and you do have um, a message to share with them. And so get it out there on paper, and then you can reshape it into something that's powerful. Fabulous. You know, if you're coaching somebody on uh, on writing their book, what are some of the practical strategies that you'd, you'd start them off with? Yeah, yeah. Um, I love practical stuff <laughs> because I think that's where the action really happens. So we usually first talk about some, like, basic, really good writing habits that help you kind of get that word count up. So, for instance, I have, I have three, actually, that I practice on a regular basis. The first one is set a timer every time you sit down to write. <laughs> so whether it's your phone or whether it's a you know kitchen timer or whatever, I like to write in 25-minute chunks. So it's actually based on the Pomodoro method of productivity. But there's something about setting a timer that makes you focus and put aside other distractions and really, it like, gamifies the whole process. And so then you're, you're trying to write as fast as you can because you only have 25 minutes. And when that timer goes off, you stop. Put your pen down, put your hands away from the keyboard, and you're done. And maybe you take a five-minute break and come back to it. But keeping it in those small, short chunks, if you do that on a regular basis, will help you make really great product, uh, progress pretty quickly. Um, the second habit that I recommend is tracking your progress. So every time you have a writing session, just jot down the date and the time, number of minutes you spent writing, and your word count. 
And this is to help you maintain motivation because it's really easy to feel like you're not making any progress on your book because a book feels like a long, you know, drawn out process. Mm -hmm. But if you can look back and say, hey, you know what? Over the last week, I've had three or four writing sessions and I've, I've you know, put out 2,500 words or 3,000 words. Like you can feel good about that and remind yourself that you are making progress. And then the last one um, is the, the third sort of essential writing habit that I recommend is writing three to five hours per week every week when you're writing a book. So to me, writing a book is a season of life. It's three months of your life, right? I mean, this is not forever and <laughs> for always. But during this book writing season, you know, Sunday nights or whenever, look at your schedule and say, hey, when can I, when can I plug in three to five hours of writing this week? And you do that for three months, and you'll have a book. Wow. Wow, wow. I never ran the numbers like that. That, that actually makes a whole lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Wow. Tell me this, you know, from your own experience, how has writing a book affected your coaching and editing business? It really helped me to refocus on what was most important to me. So before, it's <laughs> kind of funny, um, before I wrote the book, I was a general editor, right? So I edited anything from blog posts to e-course content to uh, business plans to also books, dissertations, journal articles, like longer stuff like that. And and I had talked to enough people who were writing books, and I coached writers on books for enough years. And I was like, you know, I, I think I have a pretty practical step-by-step plan that I could give them that's not out there yet. I'm like, oh, I'll just, I'll just write at this book and, and put it out there and it'll be a useful resource for people. You know, I think taking the pressure off the book is really important. So that's kind of what I did for myself. And, um, you know, 25,000 words later, it's up on Amazon. And as I was promoting the book and running webinars and some stuff like that, I realized this is what I love to do. <laughs> I don't love to do all the blog contents and business plans and e-course stuff. I love talking about books. And so I actually, I completely overhauled my business model <laughs> wow. and um, brought on writing coaching as one of my primary, primary like modes of working with authors. I brought on a team of editors who help, who are, you know, professionals specifically at books. And we have crafted um, an entirely new business model out of it because I gained that clarity on what I really love to talk about. Mm. Well, that's worth it right then and there, right? Exactly. Wow. So tell me this, you know, understanding that many of the folks listening to this podcast are probably uh, an owner of a cheer gym or a dance studio or a martial arts academy or somewhere in the after school activity world, what would the value be um, or do you have any ideas on how this could, like writing a book could benefit them? Yeah, well, absolutely. I think, honestly, every business owner should write a book because when you're, when you're, if you put yourself in your potential client's shoes, right? So your, your clients are parents of kids, really. And they're looking at sort of the array of, um, different activities and options for their kids. And what the parents are thinking is, what will benefit my kid the most? You know, and they're, they're thinking short term and long term. So we spend a lot of time thinking, and I have three young kids, so I'm, I'm very much in this headspace. But, you know, we think about character development and friendship and teamwork and all of this sort of broader stuff. And how does a parent make a choice? How does a parent say, my kid's going to do martial arts or cheerleading? Or between cheerleading studios, 
why am I going to choose one cheerleading studio over another cheerleading studio? Now imagine you're this parent and you're surfing around the internet, looking up books like, you know, uh, the, the types of parents who enroll their kids in activities are also the types of parents who read a lot of books about parenting <laughs> and kids and development and character and stuff like that. So they're surfing Amazon, looking up, you know, different information on, on how activities could benefit their kids. And then they come across this cheer, um, this person who owns a cheer studio and has written a book. I'm like, oh, that's really interesting. And the book is all about how, and I'm, I'm sorry, I'm really riffing on this because my, I'm, my kids are too small to be involved in cheer stuff right yet. But <laughs> you know, how about how being part of a cheerleading team really is, is um, boosts morale and teamwork and, you know, helps them stay fit. And, you know, so you can imagine that there's this whole philosophy on, around why cheer, like the cheer activity could be good for kids. And they read this book and like, wow. I have no idea. My kid is definitely going to do this cheer studio. And let me look up this author and find out more about this person. And if they happen to be in your city, fantastic. They'll probably go to your studio. If they're not in your city, I mean, hey, maybe you have a platform to build some online products. You never know. I love that. Absolutely love it. All right. Well, it is now time for our resource of the week. So... Tell me this, Morgan. How can our listeners find out more about you and how you go about helping entrepreneurs to succeed? Absolutely. So I run my business and my blog out of paperravenbooks.com. And I have sort of anyone who's interested, if you're interested in, in possibly just thinking about starting this book writing process, I've actually laid out 12 easy steps to write a book. And I'm very practical. Like I'm... I'm, I'm <laughs> Try to keep everything very streamlined and easy to manage. And so this is these are truly 12 easy steps to write a book. And it's a quick start PDF guide. And it's available for you at paperravenbooks.com slash Jason. Fabulous. Fabulous, fabulous. You know, folks, anytime you, know, you have an expert that offers to uh, give you the cliff notes on something, you should take it. So that is a complete no-brainer, um, and I appreciate that. All right, so that, again, I've got www.paperravenbooks.com slash J-A-S-O-N. Exactly. Okay, perfect. All right, Morgan, I always like to, uh, to end my podcast with one very telling question. So if you could give business owners just one solid piece of advice to either help their business or, more importantly, help them to live a better life, what would that piece of advice be? Mm, that is a very open-ended question. <laughs> mm. I um, I honestly think that even if you're not writing a book, writing, even journaling about your business can help you gain a lot of clarity. There's something about the process of physically typing or writing out your thoughts surrounding your business that when, when you come, this is what I do, when I come up against a very confusing or overwhelming part of my business, I just journal it out. I write a letter to myself and say, why is this confusing and what can I do to change it? And so just incorporating a daily practice of writing 10 minutes a day can really help reduce the, the overwhelm in your business and maybe get you comfortable with the idea of possibly writing a book. I love it. I love it. Again, small steps. This is perfect. Morgan, thank you so much for joining me today. I know how busy you are, and it means the world to me that you would share some of your time and your wisdom with me and my people. 
Thank you, Jason. I, I was so excited that you were invited me on the podcast, and I know that your listeners are going to truly benefit from the process of writing a book. Absolutely. They certainly shall. <laughs> Folks, that is all the time we've got today. Thanks so much for tuning in to The Real Deal with Jason Silverman. For more information about private coaching or to see if you benefit from our mastermind group, visit me over at www.jasonmsilverman.com. I look forward to helping you achieve the success that you truly deserve. Until next time, let me leave you with this. Get out there and be the real deal. Set a goal, make a plan, and work like hell towards it. Achieve the success that's waiting for you. Now's the time. Get out there and make it happen. Go get them. This has been Jason Silverman, and I hope you have a spectacular week. You've been listening to The Real Deal with Jason Silverman. To access the great resources mentioned in the show and for information on coaching and mastermind group opportunities with Jason, please visit jasonmsilverman.com.